what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? <laughs> much. It's January Why are you 25th. Laughing? Why are you laughing? Not much. It's January 25th, 1996. <laughs> and I'm laughing. Because of how I'm doing the intro, and you're just dead eye staring <laughs> at the wall, like you're not looking at me, you're not making it, you're just glassy eyed, not blinking, <laughs> just staring at the wall. I don't know what you were thinking about or what was going on in your brain. <laughs> I was thinking about the day. <laughs> The week. <laughs> and the date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> January 25th, 1996. It's a great day. <laughs> it is a great day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so, <laughs> we, uh, we watched an episode of 90210. Yes, we did. And we decided that we were going to talk about it this week. Like, you know, very different from all the other weeks. That's right. When we just keep it to ourselves. Sometimes. <laughs> Remember when that uh, when that blonde kid shot himself? We kept it to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Anyway, go um, ahead. Okay. So this week, the girls are going... Girls, now- girls, girls! Yeah. Like Mrs. Garrett. Sure. Uh life. Okay. Yeah. They're going on a spa weekend, a mother-daughter spa weekend. Donna's mom is weird and isn't coming, even though she already paid for it. Now, they say she's sick. Donna's mom, just they don't have they don't have the money to pay for an actress to be Donna's mom. Like, they've had her in an episode before, though, so, like, just have her back. Why? Maybe Aaron Spelling's like, no, no one can depict Donna's parents on screen. But they already did. I didn't, I don't remember that. It was um, the episode when, like, all the parents gathered at the Walsh's house to talk about sex education. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Donna's mom was all against it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I was going to say they just haven't cast her, but they have. I don't know why they never bring her back. I don't know. But, yeah, so. Maybe that actress insulted somebody. Maybe. So, Donna was, like, going to just not go, but instead they, they convinced a mom stand-in. Andrea. Right. It's so fucked up. What was with the camera work during this scene, by the way? Which which like, one? All of a sudden, when they're, when they're talking to Andrea, all of a sudden, the cinematographer or whatever decided, we're going to go gorilla with this. <laughs> I want to make this look like a home movie or something like that. Because all of a sudden, instead of a normal like, three-camera setup or anything... This guy's got a handheld, yeah. and he's right in Andrea's face, and then it's quickly panning up to to Brenda and Kelly. It was weird. Was was David filming? No. Then I don't know, because that's usually what it looks like when David's filming. Yeah, and that's what it was like. But David was definitely not there. No, he wasn't there. Hmm. It's very weird. And what would he be filming it for? I don't know. What does he film anything for? He films the all the time. usually. Okay, but so this wouldn't go in the yearbook. Sure. Hey, everybody, remember the time that my girlfriend and her friends planned a vacation? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have time for anything right now because he's trying to graduate with them anyway. Yeah. It's so funny that they're doing that bullshit, like, just to get him into college at mm-hmm. the same time. 
He hasn't even applied anywhere. Nope. But he's magically going to be in college with them next year. Yeah, that's the magic of having rich parents. <laughs> so, yeah, so they have... So, yeah, so? Correct. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, Brenda's mom, Cindy, and Kelly's mom... Jeanette? No. Jeannie. Stop. They say her name so many times. I don't know. Shit. Linda? Definitely <sighs> not shit. <laughs> what? Aaron's her baby sister. Jackie. Jackie is her mom. Jackie Joyner Kersey. No, but Jackie is her mother. Okay. So, okay. So we have Brenda, Cindy, mm-hmm. Kelly, Jackie, sure. Donna, and Andrea. Yes. Yes. You got them all. I do. And Andrea. What? <laughs> what? Oh, the, what a most useless accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> the ability to name all the women that Hey, I didn't take notes or the, anything. In the episode <laughs> Midlife Now What? Yeah. So continue. Andrea is acting like her, you know, normal stupid self and she's like all hyped up and anxious she's a type and a personality. Oh, she makes me want to vomit. She's got to be in control of everything and everything's very she's very hyper. Ugh. Yeah, she gets a hold We're of supposed to be outside. What? She's at one point. She says we're supposed to be inside or something like that. Yeah. They're working out, and everyone's like, "Relax, Andrea." Yeah, that's that's like the mantra for the weekend is just relax, Andrea. Relax, don't do it, Andrea, because <laughs> she like wants to do everything, but she can't. Cause she wants to do yoga. Things overlap. Yeah, she was so sad about the yoga. She's like, "It's two hours." Yoga. What yoga class is two hours? Oh, that's a little fucked up. That's too long. Like. One hour at max. I don't know. I've never done yoga. I don't. I've done yoga. I was. Like, I done. I done yoga. I done yoga. <laughs> I done teach yoga. Yeah. You've done yoga. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. You know, my mom got one of those videos, and I tried it, and yoga it was cool. Video? Yeah. I have a belly dancing video. I don't have a yoga video, but I did try it. Do you? Do you eat yogurt when you do yoga? <laughs> no. All right. No, it's all about like stretching and like being calm and breathing and yeah, it's good for you, I guess. Isn't there like a religious aspect to it or something? There is You're supposed but, to like, open your, your anus to Vishnu or something like that. Oh. That's just oh no. Maybe you're opening your chakras or something. I don't know. What? Your what? Chakras. What's a chakra? I don't know. Is it like Chaka Khan? It's some kind of new agey stuff, okay? Chaka-con. I don't know. Anyway. Alright. Um the girls get massages, they get mud baths, they get seaweed wraps, mm-hmm. they get all the stuff. They get greeted by a Coke dealer. Yeah, in the lobby, Jackie runs into an old friend, and, and Kelly looks like she wants to murder her, mm-hmm. and we find out she was her coke dealer in the yeah. past. So, Kelly is worried all the time that her mom's going to go do coke with Babette. It, it it helps to identify her that one of her nostrils is ten times the size of the other one. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, um, then their masseuse talks a lot. Like, yeah, she does. Have you ever had a massage? Yes. Do they talk a lot when they massage you? No. Wouldn't that ruin the experience? I wouldn't like it. Like, what the hell? This lady needs to get fired. Well, the other, 
For some reason, Brenda and Kelly go into the same massage. Like, they're in the, oh, the room together, like, next to each other. Yeah, which is, like you said, it's like a couple's massage. And it's weird because it's a mother-daughter weekend. They should be with their moms, not each other. That's true. And then the other masseuse in the room puts headphones on once the other <laughs> one starts talking. Right. Like, this is a common problem. That was funny. So, yeah, she just talks the entire time about her, her friend who is um, sleeping with a married guy. Yeah. She's like, my friend just loves fucking married guys. It's one of her favorite things in the world. So, later, they... What was going on? Kelly stayed back. Kelly stayed back for a reason. What was the reason? I don't remember why exactly she stayed back, but the one woman said, oh, we'll be sure to work on your problem areas, Kelly. Yeah. And I think that's what she was, she was being self-conscious about that or something. Yeah, she asked Brenda, do I have problem areas? And she's all staring in the mirror. No, no, Jeannie Garth, you don't. Okay, you're fucking gorgeous. Shut up. Like, that just made me upset. Okay. Don't you agree? What? That she doesn't have problem areas. I guess, yeah. And I want to know what that bitch meant. I don't know. They're going into a massage. Yeah, exactly. We're going to work on you. So I, did she mean like problem muscles? Right? Like You look tense ever since I told you you have problem areas. <laughs> I mean, it'd be one thing if they were going in for a cellulite treatment or a facial or just about anything else. Mm. I don't know. But she gets all paranoid about it. Yeah. And when they're going to get facials, um, she wants to... What? It just always makes me laugh when I hear that phrase. Facial? Yeah. Why? No reason. Tell me. Don't worry about it. I want to know. It's a sexual thing. Ew. Yeah, I'm not going to explain it. Ew. What is wrong with you? Well, that's what they call it. Who's they? I don't know. The industry? The stupid bastards in the locker room? The pornographic industry. Uh Uh-huh. Gross. You've never seen a pornographic film, huh? Never. Okay. Brenda goes to get a facial, and her face is all wrapped up. Like, it would matter, first of all. Like, like if her face wasn't all wrapped up, like, this lady wouldn't have said the stuff. She doesn't know. Right. But this... Brenda does have that tattoo on her forehead that says, I know Mel so Right. But she's talking to somebody about her friend who uh, is fucking a married guy, Mel Silver, you know, the, uh, the oral famous, surgeon the from, famous Beverly oral Hills. Hills. from Beverly Hills. Everyone knows him. Right. So fucked up. Have you heard of him? She says that. She says to this random lady at a spa weekend, have you heard of him? Yeah. The famous oral surgeon from Beverly Hills. Well, if you remember. I couldn't name one oral surgeon. Neither could I, and I had an oral surgeon not that long ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't even know my own name. <laughs> okay, Jackie, though, knew him. She knew of him. That's Mel Silver. Like, she knew when she met him. I don't... Does he... Like, did Michael Jackson fall down on stage <laughs> one time and crack his tooth, and Mel Silver just came running out of the wings? Right. I, Mel Silver, have got this. So weird. And then the concert could go on and everyone knew his name from that point on. Well, I mean, I guess he mostly works with celebrities or whatever, but... I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways. He's a fucking cheater, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. 
So Brenda knows now that uh, he's Maybe that's how everyone knows him. He slept with every woman in America. Right. So every woman knows him, and every guy that was dating a woman knows him, too. Right. Um, now, I have a question. Yes. I'm Do a, you think questions. Brenda should have even told Kelly? It's oh, so tough. I don't think anyone should have talked about this until they were leaving the weekend. Agreed. Like, let the rest of them enjoy their spa weekend, and then on the drive home, you can have this conversation. Right. That's what I said. Yeah, I mean, it was just stupid, but Brenda does. She tells Kelly, and then Kelly thinks, hey, mom's here with her old Coke dealer. Right. Let me tell her now. About her husband cheating on her, because, yeah. you know, that makes lots of fucking sense. What the worst time to tell her. Yeah. It's all, it's like she wanted to test her. Yeah. It's weird. And when she does finally decide to go tell her, she's having drinks with mm. Cindy and Babette. Babette. Now, Babette had been up to see them earlier and brought a fruit basket or whatever mm-hmm. and, and made the arrangement. Now... At that time, Jackie told her, I'm totally clean. Yet, apparently she was drinking white wine mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? I don't like that. I don't, I don't know. You're not clean, Jackie. You're unclean. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Your if she's, spirit needs cleansing. <laughs> if she is an addict in recovery, she should not be drinking alcohol. I guess. Was alcohol her addiction? Doesn't matter. Sure it does. No, it doesn't. Oh, it absolutely does. Have you ever been to one of those NA meetings or something like that? Yeah. What do you see outside? Uh, a bunch of people smoking cigarettes. Exactly. Yeah. So? They can't smoke cigarettes. So if th- that's clean, though, that's not an addiction? They can smoke cigarettes and that's cool? It's not a mood-altering substance. It's not a mind and mood-altering substance. Oh, come on. You don't get in a better mood whenever you have a cigarette. <laughs> not the same. Um, so yeah, no, I'm sorry, but at like at AA meetings, I've been told that they're kind of more like judgy and exclusive and it's like, you can only go to AA if the only drug you abuse is alcohol. Mm -hmm. But at NA meetings, like I got to sit in on one and and they were saying, you know, alcohol is a drug. It's part of their mantra. They don't drink because they consider it a drug. And that's North America, huh? (laughs) What do you mean? NA. Narcotics Anonymous. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought their rival was SA. Or CSA. Confederate States of America. You are so weird. Yep. So, anyways, I was concerned that she was relapsing right then at that point. But apparently, according to the writers of this show, her being able to have a little bit of white wine and be okay means that, you know. She's fine. Right. That's a good thing. So Kelly, how many of these writers casually did cocaine at parties in the eighties, and now have a drink every now and then and think it's okay? But they're not in recovery. I'm just saying, there's probably a lot of <laughs> probably. I don't know the writers of this show, so I don't know them personally. But um, Despite Kelly, our deep intimate connection with 90210. Right. Well, you know, if we follow the uh, follow the money to Orange County, we'll make it there eventually. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, Kelly, anyway, tells her mother, even though it's a fucking stupid idea. Mm-hmm. And then Babette comes up and finds her later crying and's like, hey, I know what'll pick you up. 
like a bad after school special. It's like, is but do you think Babette just wants someone to do cocaine with, or do you think Babette's trying to make some money? Both. Mm, okay. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why people do this, either in after school specials or in bad teen sitcoms. <laughs> you mean like pressure people? Yeah, try to get people to do drugs with them. I don't know what would, is there something about is there something about drugs that make people want to pressure other people into being do, doing drugs with them? I don't know. Maybe it's lonely. I've never felt the need to pressure anybody into doing drugs. So. I've been pressured though. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been pressured either. Honestly, I literally I've been offered. Yeah, I literally was held down. <laughs> okay, well, that's, <laughs> that sounds like a completely different problem. <laughs> Well, it was uh, it was my friend's uh, bachelorette party, and she was like, drink with me. Wow. And I didn't so want to. So you got held down at a bachelorette party. Yes. And something forcibly put in your mouth. <laughs> Attempted, yes. Attempted. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> no. Anyways. You've always got teeth, so. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, you sicko. Um, yeah, I'm the one that brought this up. You're the one who made it dirty. Yeah. Why would it sound dirty? Shut up. Okay. Okay. In the meantime, we've got the boys back home. And <laughs> why are you looking at me? God, I wish you guys could see the look on his fucking face right now. <laughs> what? Stop it. You told me to shut up, so I'm not talking. Oh, my God. Why are we going to the boys now? We're not done with the girls. You want to go to the boys and then wrap it all up? All right, we'll go to the girls. Um, Jackie, what? <laughs> Don't sound so enthused about it. Well, I mean, you derailed me. Yeah, we. They want to know. They want to know what happened. They want to know what happened after she was offered cocaine. She Babette. She went back to her room. But she didn't do it. With a gram, a whole gram. So Kelly was super happy and proud of her. And she said, you know, no matter what happens, at least I've got a beautiful baby out of this. And, you know, maybe Mel and I will work it out. Fuck that. That dude, that Mr. Potato potato Head looking dude. Right. Is not attractive enough to get multiple women. He's rich. Why would he ever think of, oh, I guess that's true. I guess that does allow him to cheat on whoever he wants to. Unfortunately, um, it really, you know, gets the uh, the whores to uh, That's right. open up. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that makes everything dirty. We're talking about cheating. That is that is essentially the end of. Yeah, but I didn't use the phrase that gets the whores to open up. <laughs> So, that that essentially does end the female storyline, though. Yeah. Of the episode. Uh, Brenda and Kelly say something like, we're not going to let Dylan come between us. But they will. I'm sure. Brenda says to Kelly, you'll come between us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got visuals with that and everything. Yeah. Um, anyways. Now you have seen a pornographic <laughs> In yep. my head. Yep. Um, the okay. boys. Dylan. Oh, Brandon. Yes. Snap. Is becoming 
a gambling addict. Yes, Speaking of addictions. They are they are carrying that over from last episode and he is definitely this dude's betting on sporting events and then this bookie comes to Nats and he's like, Oh, just roll it over to the next bet. Yeah. I'm playing with your money now, you motherfucker. What does that even mean? I'm playing with your money. You might now. as well pull out a knife and hold it to the guy's throat and be like, "What are you going to do? <laughs> You're a bookie in California. You're not going to do shit." Wow. Uh well, he's going to get the shit beat out of him or something. No, what he means is, let's say that Brandon bet I don't know a hundred dollars on a game, right? Mm-hmm. And then he won, and he got two hundred dollars. Now he's betting that $200. So essentially, it's not all this guy's money, but essentially he's betting with his money now. Right, okay. Because the guy had to pay him because Brandon won. Okay. What's funny, too, is it's like he's he's acting like the... And they do this in movies and shit all the time. That He's acting like this bookie has a personal stake in this. As if the bookie... like Because Brandon bet on the Knicks or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And it's as if the bookie came up to him and he's like, the Knicks are never going to fucking win, you moron. I'll take that bet. <laughs> That's not how bookies work. Right. Bookies collect bets from all a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole group of people that said the Knicks weren't going to win. And then Brandon was on the side of the people that said the Knicks were going to win. And what the bookie does is he balances the money to it's a, to where it's about even. Where about as, many, as much money is being bet against the Knicks as is being bet on the Knicks. And then he takes a commission from every bet that he pays out. If you lose, you don't pay a commission. You just lose your money. If you win, you pay what's called a VIG, which is like 5% or something like that commission. So you don't win exactly double. You win what you bet. You win double minus 5%, basically. Okay. And the bookie collects that money because he's providing this He's providing this service. And that's how a bookie gets paid. So he doesn't give a fuck. That Brandon won, and it's not his money. It's some other schmuck that bet against the Knicks' money. Right. Well, it's Nat's money. No, Nat bet on something else, Memorial or something like that, some high school. Oh. Bet, Nat's, Nat might have a problem, too. Nat's been in a high school basketball game. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. But, I mean, it was physically Nat's money because Nat paid the guy, and then the guy was like, I oh, guess. just give it to Brandon. Yeah, give it to your protege. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Eventually, he's going to have to get hurt. That's going to come to a head some, yeah. some, at some point. So, we got that going on with Brandon. And he was just weird. He had a weird energy the whole episode. Didn't Wasn't Brandon... Didn't we watch an episode where Dylan was betting on pool and Brandon stopped him because betting was so wrong or whatever? Like, Brandon saved his ass? Well, he saved his ass, but wasn't wasn't he drinking or he was just betting a lot oh, of money? Or? I guess it was the drinking, too, yeah. But I, I feel like gambling was part of that in some way. Yeah, it was. I mean, I but I feel like that was part of it, the issue, too. But, you know, this all started, too, with, like, the stock market, and then Nat took them to the, the horse, horse race. race. I mean, like, there's been a lot of gambling this this show. Yeah. So, we'll, well see. One of these writers has a problem with gambling. Right? <laughs> I've never through things. I've never been to a horse race. Have you? Yes, I've been to one horse race. Hmm. And one time... My, I, I didn't go to this race because this was before I was born. But my dad always tells a story. He he and my mom went to the track and she bet on this horse. And the, they're coming down the line. It's like a few yards to go. And her horse is in the lead. And then they both are they're watching. They both physically see the jockey pull back on the reins slightly 
to stop the horse, and then the one that was in second place vaulted ahead and won. Oh, no. And my mom was like, why did he do that? What's going on? And my dad goes, wasn't his day to win. Wow. Because it's pretty, it, I don't know this for a fact, but it's a lot of horse races is, are pretty rigged. That's awful. Because there's a lot of, there's mob money that flows through there and shit like that, so. Especially, because I think this was like in the 60s, uh-huh. like late 60s, maybe early 70s, especially in that time, so. Yeah, I'd be pretty damn pissed. I don't bet on horses. Like I said, I went to the track once. I've never actually placed a bet on a horse race in my life. Okay. And I just it's I don't I don't know if it was that story or what, but I've just never never been interested in betting on horses. Don't know much about it. Don't know how they I know there are people that handicap horse racing and stuff like that and they're supposed to be really good at it, but eh, mm. never interested me. Definitely doesn't interest me either. Like none of it does. I like poker. Yeah, I, I like blackjack and, you know, the slots, and uh, that's it. I don't like the slots. I don't love the slots either. They're kind of boring. I like blackjack, roulette. Roulette's okay. Craps is all right, but craps can be boring, too. Craps is one of those games where it's like you go in with $1,000, and you either play for three hours and you win, like, $5,000, or you lose your thousand dollars in uh, three and a half minutes. <laughs> That's basically how craps go. That sounds awful. Yeah. So, Steve wants to go to some party. Wait, what? Sorry. It's not even late at night. It's not. no excuse. <laughs> Steve wants to go to some party. Do you think people want to hear you yawn? Yes. No, you're probably right. But go ahead. Steve. Yeah. Wants to go to a party. At the, in the Palisades, I believe yeah. he says. Where he says that uh, they make you leave if you're not a babe by the time you're 16. What the fuck? <laughs> he is such a chauvinist. <sighs> so, Where do they send him? The valley? Right? <laughs> go live with the troglodytes in the valley. So um, Dylan says no because the last thing that he needs is more women in his life. Which he is correct. He's, he's the his entire episode. He's sitting in the peach pit, trying to decide between Kelly and Brenda. Right. Um, Brandon says no because he has to watch the game right. because he has money on it, like an ass. I would rather watch the game than have sex. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then David says no because uh, his girlfriend is gone, mm-hmm. and he's got to you know do all that schoolwork. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's basically the whole storyline with David is he's just doing homework throughout. And Steve's storyline is he wants to go to this party and then that, he, that's it. he fucks off and never comes back for the rest of the episode. Yeah. And then uh, Dylan, like like Mark said, um, is sitting there trying to figure out what to do mm-hmm. about Kelly and Brenda. Mm-hmm. I should say this is a rare episode that really focuses on the adults. And yeah. I'm not sure, like... There can't be a lot of adults watching the show. <laughs> right. So while he's thinking about Kelly and Brenda, he's imagining what life will be like if he married them. He's playing the same song on the jukebox over and over what song and was over. That? I don't know. Some fucking fifties James Dean bullshit song. Right. Like, I swear to God, he is actually sixty years old. He so in his visions. First vision married to Brenda, second vision married to Kelly. He's got like gray hair and a mustache. Yeah. And he somehow looks younger. <laughs> I don't understand right. that. 
It's weird. But apparently he thinks that if he marries Brenda, they're going to have a ton of children. I believe uh, the count was six. Well, well, if you five, count the one in her stomach. Five and then, yeah, yeah, one gestating. And then with Kelly, there were no children, but they were broke because she spent all their money. Yeah, that's pretty... If that's what he thinks of, of these women, that Brenda is all about family and she's just going to want to pop out kid after kid after kid. By the way, you think Brenda's vagina's up for this fantasy, <laughs> by the way? Because that's a lot of kids. That is a lot, yes. And Kelly is just obsessed with, with money and buying stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, very superficial on both accounts. And then he gives... Oh, I think he's leaning towards Brenda because in the Kelly fantasy... He gives her a necklace to offset the fact that they're broke. Yeah. It's like, oh, I know you'd be upset that we were broke, so I bought this necklace. Yeah, it was so stupid. And she's like, oh, it's an emerald. That's, that's, Brenda's. that's Brenda's birthstone. Yeah. You're still hung up on Brenda. But yeah. Kelly didn't really enter into the Brenda fantasy. That's true. Good he was point. Just, he was just harried because, I mean, hell, anyone would be with five children. Oh, my God. It looked like a nightmare. They, I think they had twin girls, twin boys. They were both... Think about it. They were both twins because oh, she's, yeah. she's a twin. Yeah, that makes sense. They had twin girls. He had twin girls that he was carrying in with him. Twin boys were fighting with each other. And then she had one single baby and she was pregnant with another one. Or two. Yeah, it could be. Could be <laughs> Their stomach balloons, was man. pretty big. Um, Do you think that happens? I don't think twins... Doesn't it skip a generation or something like that? I don't know. I don't know if it skips a generation. I mean, I know it's hereditary. Like, for her and Brandon... My grandfather was one of three. It would be much more likely. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell your story. I was just going to say good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, But for Brenda, it would be much more likely for her to have twins because the kind of twins they are, paternal twins, mm -hmm. it Isn't means it that her... twins? Fa huh? Fraternal? Isn't it fraternal twins? Fraternal. Okay. Not identical. Um, the mom released two eggs, yeah, which that would get passed down, you know, to a girl. So that's yeah. true. Anyways, um, that's a little messed up. Or I hope that mm -hmm. doesn't happen. No, yeah, we'll see. Um, I assume we'll see if she ever has kids. Jim, this is the one I want to talk about the most. He is um now explain. I don't even understand this. He has a, a client who is a psychologist who wrote a book. Jim's an accountant. What does the book that he wrote have to do with anything? I don't think it has to do with anything. He's just managing this dude's money. Yeah, so... <clears throat> but he was saying that he wrote this book, and... Uh, what's her name? What's her name again? Jackie? Is that her name? The Kelly's mom? Yeah. Yeah. The Kelly's mom, yes. <laughs> Jackie says, oh, it's a great book. Every housewife should read it. So Cindy ends up picking up a copy. Right. The secretary's back. Yep. Yeah, we, I know you've been waiting for this. We didn't. Is she as beautiful as you remember? I didn't. I don't. I didn't think she was that beautiful, to be honest. Well, you sure wanted to see her again. I wanted to. The storyline resolved, <laughs> which it is. And so he eventually he's talking to the guy about his his book and everything and the secretary comes in and he's like oh i don't know how you get a uh, thinking done here walsh right and he goes i really don't and he starts to like and the, the guy that like prods him to open up 
acts like a total dick. Yeah. Because the whole time that Jim's talking, he looks like he's bored and, and everything. And he goes, well, why don't you make an appointment in my office? Yeah, like, what the fuck? That is, that is, wow, just so insulting. Mm. And he's like, but for now, here's my book. Yeah, like, I didn't really want to talk to you, asshole. Right. So, that's why he starts reading the book, because he gives him the book. Yeah. That really doesn't have anything to do with what he's doing for him. But he does admit to this douchebag that he thinks about her all the time. Mm-hmm. So, Jim, not cool. No, Jim's Jim's lusting after a younger woman. I don't like it. And someone said, I think maybe Jackie, or no, uh, Cindy said in the book, the book it says, that 66% of men think about running away with a younger woman or something like that, married men. Then running said, away with? Well, what did it say? I thought it just meant cheating, but... Okay, whatever. With a younger woman. And like I said, I think it's probably even more. Probably like 80 or 90%. Like, I think but, most guys have a really healthy fantasy life. But about cheating when they're married? It's just fantasy, though. Not actually cheating. Like, the number of guys... I would think the number of guys who cheat would be closer to 66%. The number uh, of guys think who two, think about cheating. You think two-thirds of all guys cheat? Um, that seems very high. I think that's I think that's a media-influenced idea, that, that, that there's that many people that cheat. Because there's, it, you know, it's uh, depicted in movies and TV and stuff like that, because it's drama for, Maybe. for people to cheat. I think that's, I don't think it's, I think it's under 50%. Well, here's the thing, though. More than 50% of marriages end in divorce, right? I don't know about that. And you got to assume that not every marriage where there's cheating ends in divorce. Let me ask you a question. Do, do you, have you ever fantasized about cheating? Um, Ever? Yeah. Sure. Wow. Haven't you? Have you ever fantasized about cheating on me? No. But haven't you? I mean, isn't that like normal to be with somebody and think about somebody else sometimes? I guess. You guess, so yes, you have. Not with you. Okay, but you have. Maybe. So it's normal. I guess. Don't vilify it. It's just thoughts. All right. But for Jim, it seems like thoughts want to lead to actions more than they should. He's, yeah, he's very, he's borderline obsessed. Yeah. And so and she's not even dressing hot in this episode. <laughs> no, she doesn't dress up at all. No. Um, she's got, you know, maybe she knows he's been leering at her and she like. I don't know. <laughs> tightened up the wardrobe. Right. But. Let me, uh, let me move the, uh, to my school marm, uh, section of my. Right. My closet here. But at the end of the episode. She yeah. she walks in and she's like, I've been thinking about you all morning mm-hmm. and I know this is really inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking like she's going to say something off. She's going to say something else. But she's like, you know, I really want to, you know, have an affair with you and like mm-hmm. hops in his lap. And then I'm like, yeah, it's got to be a fantasy, which mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. But apparently he has psychic abilities. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> this. If I was if I was Jim, this is what would concern me more than anything else. <laughs> is he has this fantasy, and then like you know he he pictures her what she's wearing, all this stuff and everything, you know, and all the stuff that she's saying, and then she walks in and she's wearing what he pictured and says the exact same things, except for at the end. Yeah, but but 
yeah, like, what the fuck? How did you picture exactly what she was wearing, Jim? Right. And how did you know she was going to walk in and be like, I'm sorry, I'm early, but mm-hmm. and blah, 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 and the yeah. exact same words. How did you know she was going to be early? Yeah. But it turns Why out. Why don't you help your kid gamble on sports if you can <laughs> right? see this stuff? But it turns out that um, her boyfriend proposed to her mm-hmm. and uh, he needs to find a new secretary because she's going to be moving to Florida and getting Florida. married. Florida. I'm going as far away from you in the continental United States as I can, <laughs> Jim. Yeah. So no more daddy. Nope. She's gone now. But Cindy was very worried the whole mm-hmm. episode. She called and, and, and daddy was so nice to her when she mm-hmm. called and like happy to hear from her. And Cindy's like thinking to herself, like, you know, bitch, whatever. Wouldn't you though? <laughs> I guess. Like if I had a really hot secretary for some reason. Well, I wouldn't be okay with that. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> even if she was super nice to you, even if there was nothing going on. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't. You would never be friends with her. No. But what I thought was going to happen is I thought that because Jim's the whole episode's Jim struggling with these feelings, and I thought what was going to happen was he was going to see they were going to come home and he was going to see the way that that Mel's cheating blew up their family, and he was going to be like, oh. You know, I, I I can't think of this as some dumb fantasy. This isn't real. I don't want this. And I thought that he was going to actually have a change. Uh-huh. But instead, it just saw, like, he doesn't have to change as a person. He doesn't have to learn any lesson from <laughs> lusting after this younger woman. It just solves itself. Right. She, she just, just leaves, leaves from his life. And then, because. What if she'd wanted to have an affair? Right? Because they were kissing and stuff in his head. Like, yeah. it's not like he turned her down. No. And, um. Then, because she's leaving, he calls and tells Cindy he loves her. Mm-hmm. That was a dick move. I mean, I know it made her feel better or whatever, but to be inspired only because your opportunity to cheat is gone? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that doesn't make me think, oh, Jim learned a lesson or Jim's a good guy. No. That's like, oh, Jim missed out on an opportunity to fuck a younger woman. I do feel like she was flirting with him. I guess. A little. Not a lot. Like, maybe she didn't really mean it. Maybe she, she wouldn't was, really do anything, but... Because she was like, oh, this is my personal favorite Chinese food. Or, wow, you can do math really well in your head. Yeah, well, he said, you should have seen me in nothing, my prime. Nothing wets panties faster than, uh, you know, <laughs> to doing division in your head. Right? But he's like, you should have seen me in my prime. And she's like, as far as I can tell, I am seeing you in your prime. Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they definitely gin up her... her dialogue to make it seem like she's flirting yeah so i don't know she's a little hussy but whatever I, she didn't do anything <laughs> she didn't do she's, anything you still think she's a hussy she didn't all she did was be a good secretary and and be attractive and flirt you think she's flirting to tell him that he's still in his prime is flirty but i maybe she's just being nice i guess maybe she thinks of him like a dad so she thinks that, you know, there's like, that that doesn't sound flirty to her at all. That just sounds complimentary. Like she wants him to feel good because that's how she looks at him, like a father figure. Oh, maybe. But there are so many looks, too. Well, I mean, yes. That, I think, is just the, I think that's the the directors and the writers of the episode just fucking with us, but. Yeah, but. We're it's, uh, looking at it I guess we as have reality. To, yeah, we have to take it as whatever. 
yeah, Something. take it the way they present it. Right. <clears throat> anyway, she's gone, so it doesn't matter. She's got a boyfriend. A fiance. Yeah, a fiance now. So, but I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think she really was flirting. Yeah. It looked like that, but I don't think that's what it was. And who knows? Like, are we seeing things through Jim's eyes when she does that? So how reliable oh, is good. what we're seeing? Good point. You know? Could be an unreliable uh, narrator. Yeah. Yeah, even though he's not exactly narrating, but yeah. Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. No, that's good. That's good That's good knowledge. What? I'm being serious. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that's it. No, there's one more thing. There is? What? What am I forgetting? This doesn't have anything to do with any storyline. It's just tacked on in the end for some reason. Uh, Dylan and Brandon, and I think Steve is back now from his whore oh, party. Oh, yeah. From Whore Island. Uh, and they're... <laughs> They're watching a game, and Dylan gets a call from someone. I don't know who. Right. Like, I don't know who this possibly could be. I guess maybe his mom. I don't know. Maybe that girlfriend of his dad's. I don't know. But somebody calls him and is like, turn on Channel 6. You need to see this. He turns on Channel 6, and they report that his dad, they're perfectly timed, by the way, (laughs) reports that his dad, and that's, that's another thing. How? How is it perfectly timed? Wouldn't they have had to present the information in order for the person calling Dylan to know to tell him? Yes. But anyway, so it's perfectly timed for the the anchor to say, uh, this just in, what's his name, McKay? Dylan McKay, you know Dylan McKay from 90210? His, (laughs) His dad, whose name I can't remember. Jack. Jack. Jack McKay is getting out of prison. Yeah. After serving only two years... Of a 400-year sentence. 10-year sentence. He is getting out of prison, and it's mixed. The 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 response is mixed from the public and the police and yeah. stuff. That's what they say. But he's getting out of jail, and Brandon's like, why didn't you tell us? And he goes, I didn't know. Like, read the room, Brandon. He just, <laughs> he just got a phone call and then snapped on Channel 6. Right. Why would you think he knew? <laughs> You're just so obsessed with your sports betting. Yeah, he was so mad because Dylan wanted to change the channel and there was a minute left in the game. Yeah. Ugh. It's like crack for him. Not good. None of it's good. I don't like that Jack's getting out of jail. What do you think's going to happen with that? I mean, it seems like their relationship has begun to be repaired. Yeah, but I feel like he's probably going to like go back to his old ways when he's out of jail. His old ways of swindling old women out of their money. Of being a douchebag in, father. Uh, invest in this. I don't know anything about the money. Oh, you mean, yeah, well, you, yeah, we need to follow the money. I don't, I don't really even know how Dylan still has money because if his dad, you know, swindled people out of money, shouldn't they just take his money? I assume that that was in his mother's name, maybe, because the mom and dad were divorced already? Maybe. But um, or maybe is, they did. Maybe they did. Uh, maybe they did seize some of his money and property. Maybe they seized his property and liquid liquidated it, and then paid off the investors what he swindled them out, and everything that's left got put in a trust for Dylan. But is his dad going to want that money? That's now that's the a potential for, and I was just thinking about that too. That's a potential for conflict right. where Dylan has all of his dad's money 
but it's Dylan's now. And how, what's that going to, like, his dad's got to come hat in hand and be like, that also does seem weird, too. If they did pay off what he swindled, then I understand while he's in prison it being in a conservatorship for, for Dylan, but after his dad gets out of jail, they don't, like, he just loses that money forever? That, that also seems weird, too. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But, I mean, like, we know he still had money in season five because mm-hmm. yeah. he had it to lose. Yes, he did. <laughs> But his dad's gone, right? I mean, I think his dad's dead. Spo- spoiling for us, but I think it's yeah, I think his dad's gone. So I don't know. Maybe so, maybe, maybe his dad's going to take the money back, and then when he dies, Dylan gets it again. I don't know. <laughs> maybe his dad runs afoul of the mob. Maybe that's part of the reason why he gets left out of, left out of jail early. Maybe there's something going on. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's probably for the next episode and two seasons. Right. <laughs> But anyway, that is our episode for the week. Why don't you go to... Remember, my friend created that that new website called patreon.com slash retrolatefee. Why don't you check that out? Maybe you want to become a member and pay us some money. Give us some, <laughs> some, some money for what we're giving you here. And maybe you'll get some extra stuff out some of it. Some bonus stuff, yeah. That's right. What else? What else should they do, Carol? Um, write to us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. Visit our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. And tell your friends. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.